When one hears the word goblin, it may conjure up an image of a mischievous impolite creature with a penchant for trickery, a name evoked to keep small children in their beds at night. But what if I was to tell you there is another sort of goblin, one with a mouthful of sharp teeth and the dead black eyes of a shark, that they were once human like you or I, but twisted into their terrible forms by fell magic and sent with unwavering obedience to punish and devour those they once loved. The Knights of the Ship Actual Play Podcast presents Zweihander, Feast of Goblins. The little fellow in Motley wanders up to Rafe uh, with his his wand and and kind of holds it up, not looking at you, maybe looking at you in peripheral vision and sort of waving it around. And he says, oh, what have you found here, Magnifico? Oh, yes, a stranger from another land, perhaps. And he turns the this worm, this dead worm that still wriggles on a stick and, and kind of has a little conversation with it and points back. You, you want to know what its name is, do you, Dread Lich? And he kind of thrusts it towards you. So he called the the worm Dreadlich. Well, Rafe will turn around and say, uh, "Good evening, Dreadlich. Who is your <laughs> servant?" The Dreadlich snaps back to the servant and, um, "Oh, yes, yes. Um, you you're allowed to tell him uh, his my name. My name is uh, my name is Treacle Beagle. And and um, oh yes, what is that magnifico Dreadlich? Undead." Commander of all, yes, you wish to ask him a question? Yes, what's that? Oh, um, does he do, uh, does he do, um, songs or tricks or has he got any tales or does anything funny? And then he put points the worm at you, uh, if a worm could, undead worm could look expectant, he's mastered the art of, uh, <laughs> pointing it at you. Well, uh, Magnifico Dreadlich, I appreciate, obviously, you're a very busy, um, Dreadlich. Um, <laughs> you might have seen me before on stage, um, sort of just freestyling, you know, just off the top <laughs> of the dome. <laughs> What's that? What's the, and then the, the Dreadlich. Um, points back to Treacle. What is that, Dreadlich? You want to know if he has any arcane necromantic lore to tell? And the wand snaps back. Uh, Well, well, not not really. I I have seen some strange things since I've been in this land, perhaps that are of interest, but uh, perhaps one such as you, Magnifico Dreadlich, um, would already know these things that I know. Yes, 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 Magnifico. He does... uh, the, the lich um, snaps back to Treacle. Yes, he does seem to be um, showing a, appropriate uh, humbleness before your in, in nefarious might. Um, well, yes, well, I think uh, I think we can leave him alone. I, I don't think he has any more to tell, and he has shown appropriate uh, respect for you. And uh, with that, uh, the worm uh, uh, vaults about in a in, in 
um, imperial fashion and they wander off together back into the crowd. <laughs> no, I, I, I follow after um, Treacle, Treacle Beagle. Yes. And I just say, I, I'm sorry, I just, I would, could I, I beg uh, Dreadlich's indulgence and ask a, a question? Perhaps he could indulge me. He, he, he looks towards the Dreadlich and then the Dreadlich, um, yes, uh, you wish him to speak? And the Dreadlich snaps back around. Just, just the Dreadlich with his, his very uh, vast and um, mag- magnificent knowledge of, of all things necromantic. Know he anything, gives a thumbs up. <laughs> know anything <laughs> about um, men who become wolves or wolves who become uh, men or, or man-like? Mm. Well, um, I think you told me, Dreadlich, that... Um, Ones that turn from men into wolves are werewolves, and uh, ones that turn from wolves into men are wolf wares. Are they uh, common around here? Common. Or what? even, uh, I don't know, are, are they around here? What's that, Dreadlich, you wish for more specificity with the question? Snaps back around. Do, uh, like, do you mean here in the inn or here in Katarkas? Here, or? here in uh, uh, Skald. Skald. Oh, What's that, Dredlich? Oh, you wouldn't advise venturing onto the uh, northern shore of Skold into the forests there for a foray in the darkness. No, I wouldn't advise that either. You're, you're, you're right. What's that? Mm. But Meeklebrowberry's there. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. You are a master of arcane knowledge. Meeklebrows is one that comes from the uh, uh, body corpses. of corpses, isn't it? Yes, is there any other questions you wish to ask his magnanimous uh, uh, worm-like master? One, one question. Uh, the, um, the woman, Hesse? Oh, yes. Is what, I mean, she was drinking blood. What's that about? I've wondered that too. What's that all about? And, oh, really? Oh, oh, we're not meant to talk about that. Oh, wait, well, maybe you can. Maybe you can, because he has been very respectful. Um, Hesse. Oh, uh, you're not quite sure of the question? What is it? You, you want clarification? And the, the wand nods. Is she one of these creatures or some other similar or perhaps dissimilar creature? Is she human, I suppose? Hmm. I, I think that, well, no, she's not human. He doesn't think she's human. Magnifico doesn't think she's human, but um, he would like her have, as uh, as his undead slave. If you are, uh, if anything was to happen to her, well, I, I will uh, keep that in mind. I I don't aim to do anything of <laughs> that nature, but I suppose circumstances can happen, and we must make the best of them. <laughs> with a with a very um, gracious nod of the wand. Magnifico vaults about again and goes to another part of the room. <laughs> Truly, Magnifico, you are a font of knowledge and an inspiration to us all. <laughs> the one kind of flicks back. It's like a uh, enchanté, my dear, <laughs> sort of movement. Rafe will return to bias, I guess. Well, uh, that was definitely <laughs> a unique experience. Perhaps, though, um, for an antiquarian such as yourself, a good conversation could be had. Uh, sure. And if not, maybe maybe you could put one of your leeches on a stick and, <laughs> and blather it passes by too. Uh, who is he calling me a leech? I thought he'd left. I thought no, I thought he'd left. <laughs> this was after he was gone. 
Oh, he's, uh, so he's mean, sticking with the, bias. This other older. Oh, if, yeah. if, oh, if, if the jar fits. <laughs> he doesn't laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. I said nothing of the sort, and it's very telling that you would think that about yourself. <laughs> you really need a, a more positive self-image, you know. You are, you are a, but how do I do that? You should. Uh, do you have a mirror at home? D- yeah. Why? Well, uh, tomorrow morning when you when you wake up, go to the mirror and, and look at yourself, and and say to yourself, "I am a good person, and I am a desirable person, and I am good enough, and that people like me." Yeah, but I'm not. No, but say it to yourself, and you will come to come to understand that it is true. So this will help you. I, I promise. He, he kind of looks to bias at those words. He doesn't understand me, does he? But you do. I mean, it, it can't hurt, right, to try it out. <laughs> yeah, I've tried that. I, you know, I, I've, I've been to people and I've talked to them about that and it doesn't work. It's my mother. She, like, I don't want to even go home. I try and have nothing to do. And as soon as I walk in, she pounces on me. And she's like, what are you doing? And, and I just can't get any space. I hate being at home. This is an unusual monster. <laughs> that we've come across. Here, here are the mother that pounces on him. Well, we haven't we haven't met the mother yet. <laughs> Perhaps I should ask Magnifico Dredlich about what to do about women. Um, what are you interested in? Uh, old things, very old things. How'd you, antiquarian. How do you get interested in them? It's a good question. Uh, well, because I, I, I there's nothing I'm interested in, and I, I don't know how to be interested in something. Yeah. Um, well, Can you help me? <laughs> Well, you literally have to do that yourself. But I don't know how to, don't you? I thought you understood me. Oh, no, you're losing him. <laughs> and so it goes. I think he's like a depressive werewolf. Like if he, <laughs> if, if he gets completely not understood, he turns into a, a werewolf. <laughs> do you want to poke him a bit more? He's, uh, he's kind of um, making a, make an awareness check as, uh, as he's feeling more and more un- nope. misunderstood. 89. Am I allowed to try? Yeah, yeah you're there. Yeah, that's a success. Okay. Um, one thing you notice is uh, as he's sort of emotionally bristling a bit, you notice um, that the hair on his on the back of his neck seems to be uh, uh, an inch and a half long. Oh, no wonder she doesn't like him. Doesn't want a man with back hair. <laughs> is it growing? Like, is it growing as he's getting more agitated? Um, presumably, um, Rafe could point it out to me. Well, yeah, Rafe <laughs> sees that it, it, it's gotten. It, he's just noticed it. It wasn't like that before. Okay, so he is a depressive. He's a weird depressive. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and he kind of looks at you intently, wait, waiting for you to reveal your answer. Answer to what? How you? How do you become interested in something when you're not? When you don't know how? You just have to like look within. Within what? Yourself. But I can't see anything. There's just a, a a black hole void. So just try and like remember any time where something inspired you, or you thought it was beautiful, or that you did something that was good. He made tro- something or achieved something. He tries for a moment. Like I've just done. I've I've done things, and it's just all been really easy and boring. Well, then do something harder. Yeah, but I. Like I'm saying, I, I don't. I just, I just don't have the energy to. I just don't care. I, I, you can only you can find this answer for yourself. I think. 
people keep on saying that to me. You can only find the answer yourself, but I can't. I've just been, like, we've been talking all evening and I just can't Can't find find the answer. (laughs) That his voice deepens and his kind of jaw almost kind of dislocates and and comes out and his um, the teeth on the bottom of his um, mouth uh, become sharp like those of a dog. You, you probably need to calm down a little bit. And a, a long tongue lolls out of the mouth while you're standing there. Let's go for a resolve check because this is rather unexpected. Has um, a, 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 some I of failed. his bones and different things pop. Do I need to make one as well? Uh, yeah. yeah. Standard. This is uh, somewhat horrific. I failed. Was that resolve, did you say? Yeah, standard. Uh, yeah, I fail. All right. Well, you're going to take some peril. I think it's going to be 3d10 plus 3 because of the horrific nature. Whoa, good roll. 27. I'm incapacitated. Well, you beat me. I only got 24. I'm also (laughs) incapacitated. We're both both (laughs) incapacitated with uh, depressive werewolf. Um, actually, I think Terra's because you've seen werewolves and things before. We'll just make it um, fear rather than so two d two d ten plus two and six corruption. I think that's a bit over the top. Oh come on! I'm trying to collect corruption. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take yours. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so two d ten plus two. I suspect I'll still be incapacitated. And I think that's rolled as routine. Nope, still incapacitated. No, I'm not. I rolled a five total, and I. Didn't get anything. I'm immune to this guy. I rolled like 17 or something. 17? So you're, you're uh, incapacitated? Yep. So you're just looking on frozen in fear. Uh, I'm fine. You're fine. Yep. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, dude, you've got to calm down. Rafe's freaking out. All the people in the bar sort of gather around and they're like, I, I, I think it's gone past that. So what? I mean, if that's what, what do you suggest? Have you seen this before? How do we deal with it? How do we help him relax? I think you got one shot at this. And if you stuff it up, he's going to want to rip your head off. And what's the, your suggestion? Well, you can either fight him and take him down, or you can somehow try and say something to calm him down. And I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> Uh, Throw a jar of leeches on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's I probably should do that. The whole inn is focused in on bias yeah. and Alfred. I'll, I'll kind of, sort of talk out of the side of my mouth to the bartender. Do you know this woman that he's obsessed with? Who she is? I, I think he. I think he ate her long ago. <laughs> right. In one of these morose fits, they're all looking on eagerly. Well, is anyone going? I'm saying this in character. Is anyone going to help me with this situation? <laughs> they all take a step backward. They all smile. Not even Magnifico Dreadlich. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of sticking up, looking over the shoulders of all the, the other the, the bar of the ring, <laughs> looking this way and that. I mean, I don't know that there's anything that Bias can do. He's not a fighter. He's not a psychologist. I do have danger sense. I probably should have picked up something <laughs> earlier. And incredible numeration. Also bookworm. So maybe from my all my readings, I have determined, no, I know something about how to calm down 
Teen Wolves. If there's a skill you wish to employ, let me know. Cool. The only person moving in the room is Bard Lascivious. I'm going to use Rumor to try and lie to him in a convincing way mm-hmm. that will calm him down. Which starts off with, I heard a rumor that, and then... Tell me what this the rumor is and the, the more, uh, um, depending on it, I'll uh, increase or decrease the, the difficulty. Well, the rumor is that, that people such as yourself who have this uh, canine tendency can find their true will by following a certain road out of town and going to a lake... And at that lake, you will find your purpose. Make it roll. Zero five. That's a success. His jaw starts to re- retract. And um, eventually he sort of returns to the man, the, teen- the teenage man. And he's like, what lake's this? Um, Maybe I shouldn't. Eat people? Eat you? Yeah, probably. Because then I'll never find out, will I? That's and then right. Maybe you could tell me, and if there's the purpose there. Yeah, well, it's it's a bit of a journey. You should, you should probably start now. Well, which which direction? Oh, uh, you know that road out of town. You just sort of go this way, and then up and over, and then around there. He starts going. What do you mean? You mean to the to to Bluets the yeah. the Bluets bird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the there. the one north of Gundarak in the forest. Can I tell? What if do he's... you mean the one sort of to the west, western to the north? Do I have any idea of the geography of this area? I want to send him on the longest path possible. I mean, again, maybe my bookworm would come in handy. How far away are we from the other town that I was trapped in for 20 years? Uh, it's a day's ride. Um, so I might probably be Blewett Spur would be kind of sending him out into the wilderness. Yeah, that's the one. The first one. Blewett Spur. Mm, all right. Find the lake. All oh, right. Right. The lake. Okay. Like, yeah. Will you come with me? Uh, no, unfortunately, I've got a prior engagement. I can't get out of it. Uh, you know, I'd really love to, but it's um, just I can't. But I'll see you when you get back. He um, with your newfound purpose. He tries to scrutinise your your purpose. Have you got some sort of uh, guile skill? I've got bargain and mm-hmm. rumour. Well, just make a straight. Um, I think guile would be straight fellowship. fellowship. Yeah. And he's going to try and scrutinise you. I'm sorry. 72 failed. Are you sure? Well, I can't promise you that you'll find your purpose, but I can promise you that if you go on this journey and you can try, you know, that's where you go to find it, to the lake. He starts tapping his fingers, um, which now have completely yeah. recovered from his scissors, but the the nails have grown into kind of claws. claws. Yeah, yeah. He's got one hand claw. You're sure? I don't. I. I'm thinking you don't want to come with me. I, I. Well, yeah, I can't come with you. It kind of seems hurt by you saying being it's so honest. Some things you just have to discover on your own. He doesn't want to hear that. Yeah. Well, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. As um, You've, you can be brave. You've got certain abilities that are going to protect you in the wild. Maybe your purpose is. Biting the heads off sheep. Done that. It didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't help. Yeah. Okay. Harpon, the uh, lascivious bard, sort of just sort of wanders surreptitiously over to to Rafe and um, snaps open a, a capsule and waves it under his nose so that 
he uh, he's present again. But you, you're um you can advance positively up the peril threshold. However, you take a point of corruption, and he he leans in and says, "This seems a very delicate, very." precarious situation your friend finds himself in. We're all eager to see what happens. Truth be told, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not sure my nerves could take it. Is there something you can suggest? I mean, he seems to be part of the local colour. Ah, yeah. Well, I think we'd all find it uh, somewhat of a favour if you killed him. Just what? Just just buy us an eye? It's it's ambitious. (laughs) I have a dirk and some throwing knives, that's it. And no armour. And no combat skills. Maybe get him get him back into himself and then you could surprise attack him. What, what would calm him down? A silver dagger to the heart. Does he look like he's... Because he was almost prepared to go to the lake, but now he's not. That's right. He wants you to go with him. And uh, the bard lends in, well, perhaps your friend could go with him to the lake. That would also resolve the situation. I really don't want to go, but if it's the only way, then I guess I'll go. Alfred, his um, claws retract and he kind of brightens slightly, but not enough to think that you're, you're getting and making him happy. Mm-hmm. Don't dare think that. And when are we going to go then? Now? In the morning. All right. Well, we'll bunk down together. We'll talk about it. Well, uh, we don't have any spare beds and I'm broke. So why don't you just go home and we'll meet up in the morning? Uh, you can come to my house. You can meet his mother. Yeah. The- <laughs> Get pounced on. Yeah, no, no, you don't want to meet my mother. I don't want you to talking to my mother. That's exactly. a bad idea. Exactly, so you should go home and I'll go to my bed here. No, I don't want to go home. Where's your bed? Uh, my friend's got some accommodation, I'm not sure. I think Bias would be in the common room, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think uh, everyone paid for the, everyone to at least have the common room available. All right, let's go to the common room. I can wait until the morning. Okay, I'll go to the common room. Okay, well, you guys... Um, he kind of shows you the way, and um, he, he he doesn't let you out of his sight. Well, I have my own room, don't I? Will he let me go? Because I, I haven't promised to go anywhere with him, and he doesn't like me anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he, he's completely ignoring you now. Okay. So, um, young Helmet, uh, Bias, and uh, his friend uh, enter the common room, and um, I guess you want to get a take a position on the floor and wrap yourself up in furs. Mm-hmm. And um, he lies down next to you so that uh, he's looking at you. <laughs> I'm asleep at the moment. You turn over, but you can feel you feel his eyes boring into the back of your head. Advice <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just goes to sleep. Back in the, the bar returns to, to normal and there's a bit of discussion about, it's, it's kind of a bit morbid, they're kind of wondering how like making bets on how long um, it's going to be, how many days it'll be before Alfred returns alone. Forever alone. (laughs) There's just some people who don't learn, but um, it provides us with a measure of entertainment. So you're drinking on, Rafe? Well, I appear to have finished my cognac, and to be quite honest with you, I think I need a little lie down. That would be... Uh, fair enough. You've um you've lasted the evening. You know your way to your room. Uh, well, um, no, not to be honest, not really. At that juncture, Anarita slips over and says, "Well, um, will you be uh wanting company this night?" To be honest with you, I I don't think I could manage much. Well, uh, you don't 
you don't need uh, anyone else. Uh, you don't need to do anything. I will. Um, so we can. I can just stroke your hair. Well, while yeah. you fall asleep. It would be rude to say no, wouldn't it? It would. Well, very well. Uh, but uh, be gentle, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, um, she very, um, very tenderly leads you to your room and makes you comfortable. As comfortable as much or as little as you want. I think Rafe just needs a cuddle, to be honest. <laughs> well, that'll help with your peril. All right. Well, dear me. So, during the night, Marja and Ilsa, are you guys, are you light sleepers? Because you can kind of hear uh, murmurs next door because next in the common room, you, you sort of think you make out Helmut's voice and um, talking at one stage and then you hear, and as much as the, the door is nice and solid, I mean, sound seems to carry quite well. I mean, you can hear some, there was, there's been some sort of commotion out in the, in the main room, but it all kind of quietens down and I'd like you both to make a hard awareness test in the dead of the night. Um, just Marja and Ilsa. Helmet, you can too. I needed a 24 or less and I got, got a 20. Mm, well done. I don't know if it makes any difference, but I have the light sleeper trait, mm. which means I'm not surprised when I'm asleep. Yep. I just make it. I'm not a fan of my odds, but nope. Okay. So during the night, you two awoken to the sounds of scratching... At your door, and as though something outside is sort of brushing up against the door, and as you sort of come to, you notice uh, the like the door handle shake and rattle and be tested, but it's barred. And you hear some scratching and then some sniffing. Some walking and pacing outside your room. Ilsi's feeling very, very scared and is just trying to lie as still and silently as possible, hoping it'll go away. I'm asleep here. You hear a at the door. You hear some uh, the footsteps wander a few steps away. As you lie in bed and on the floor. You see, I guess, uh, some of the, the light sort of slightly falter as if something's passing by the door again or or sort of like the light is sort of momentarily blocked. It goes dark and then it's light and it goes dark and then it's light. Mother Marja, there's no way I am opening that door. I'm with you. How long have we been asleep for? It's hard to tell, but it's not morning. I'm going to at least get my shield and sword. Oh, actually, my silver dirk. I assume you're not sleeping in your armour? No. Then you hear... I'm just going to keep an eye on the door. The door handle is rattled again. Go. More insistently. Away. There's some footsteps um, slightly to the, to the side of the door. And then as you are watching the door, fist... Punches through the wall. I'll stab it with the dirk. With a claw. I'll stab it with the dirk. I want you to make a resolve test, uh, Ilsa and Marja. Fear. 
Mm-hmm. So that's routine. It's plus 10. Yeah, and I've got a thing in that bonus, so I make a roller. Just I roll 65, so I make it. You're unrattled by what's happened? No, I'm not rattled, no. What, how, what difficulty was it? Plus 10. In that case, with the plus 10, I make it. Okay. Somehow uh, you, you, you steal yourself for what is, what is to happen. As this sort of fist uh, claw bursts through through the wall, and then the rest of the wall is just ripped apart as a half man, half wolf is standing there with uh, malevolent, uh, hungry yellow eyes. Have a an emo fringe, or <laughs> you're still bunking with us, I imagine. Ah, uh, no, no emo fringe for this one. And there's a, there's like a huge roar and um, growl. Bias and uh, yeah, everyone who's a light sleeper or anything can can wake up up to this noise. However, you can act. You, your your is surprised. However, you're not, and you're not, and I'm not. Presumably, and you're not presumably either. Unless uh, you want to be. No. Let's roll for initiative. Sixteen. Seventeen for Ilsi. Okay, you're just going to cower there. <laughs> yeah, don't know what. Yeah. Eleven for Rafe. But Rafe goes first. Uh, bias is out for the count. How big a hole is in the wall? Oh, it's completely, it's man-sized hole. These walls, um, you've now realised, are like plywood. They're really thin. And helmet? 20. Did you roll for initiative bias? Um, do you want to, in case you decide to change your mind to the wailing and the screaming <laughs> later on? We could sure. just sleep through it. How do I, what's the initiative? <laughs> roll a d10. D10 plus your initiative bonus. Roll 10 and my initiative is 6, so 16. Well, Helmet, uh, you you wake first. You, you get to act first unless uh, you get your surprise round, Rafe. Oh, I get I get one. One action? One one action point. Do I, I get an action before any of this because I'm there and ready to go or? Uh, everyone, like. It was ready too, and it was. All That's part. what initiative's for. <laughs> I know, but I did say I was going to stab it before. It yep, you don't have to spend action points getting out a- weapons. Again, that's, that's what initiative what is for. The initiative tells you if you are quick enough. Is Anarita still in my room, or is she gone? No, she's still there. I think I turned to her and said, "What? What on earth is going on?" I don't know. Go back to sleep. Um, yes, you're probably right. It's probably none of my business. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you could go and have a look. I'll be right here. Uh, am I still, have I recovered any peril yet or am I still? Yeah, you're still uh, at the same peril. Level. Okay. Um, let me go and peek out the door. Peeking out the door, you see uh, this wolf-man hybrid partially uh, standing at a, a broken wall at the end of the corridor with a really big bushy tail. Well, that's the, action. That's the only action I've got, so. Okay. Helmet. Well, I'm still pretty inebriated and <laughs> probably yeah, very panicky at this. Great. So, yeah, all I'm going to be doing is hyperventilating and um, <laughs> drawing. Uh, I'll, I'll grab my bow and just point it at the at the door. Looks like this is going to be manual, see. So you're holding your action? Uh, essentially, yeah. Well, I'll load, load my bow with just a regular arrow. Sort of taking aim, ready to... Yeah, just pointed at the door. Ilsa. Okay, well, I have a um a, a woodsman's axe next to me. I've got some wolfsbane somewhere, but I, uh, I don't know where that is, so I'll, I'll see if I can pick up my axe. 
So is the hole in the wall now letting light into the room? Yeah. So I, Ilse wants to scream, help, werewolf, or maybe a wolf wear. Not really sure. Help, help. And if I can possibly uh, wave my axe around threateningly. Okay. So you can make a intimidation check to try and uh, scare, the, scare the creature or intimidate it somehow. I don't do very well at that job, so no. So you probably come across as a somewhat scared young woman trying to be brave. Which is quite realistic. Marja. I'm going to stab it. Okay, roll. Um, now remember, if you want to do multiple attacks, you've got to declare okay, them all up so front. Okay, so I'm going to stab it once. Okay. So yes, that's a hit. Yep. Roll your damage. Sister D6, isn't it? Um, silver weapon. Yep. Uh, any extra dice or? N- uh, no. I roll a six. Mm-hmm. You can roll it again. I roll another six. Okay, that's a 12. Uh, two, so 14 damage with silver 14 weapon. 14 damage, right. Well, And plus one from, uh, yeah, I had one because of my shield. You do? Yep. Okay. So 15. 15. Well, you, um, you strike it a mighty blow and uh, as opposed to some of the other weapons you've used where the wounds close up straight away, these wounds remain open and they are it's that's a really nasty stabbing attack mm-hmm. and you do you need me to roll for a injury yes if you could is a dirk vicious no. no it's not you need to roll a d6 if it's a d6 then it suffers an injury okay. at the moment you have wounded it moderately no, just a normal is that like a, a chaos dice or a, what kind of dice is an injury dice? Yeah, chaos dice. Because you can spend a fortune point to set that to a six. Okay, I spend a fortune point to send it to a six. <laughs> I'm going for the eyes. Okay, if you could roll me a D100. I got 29. Well, even though you're going for the eyes, you hit the shoulder and ripped it with your um, little toothy dirk into it into it and that seems to have inconvenienced it somewhat and uh, has perhaps um, handicapped its ability to act with its full full agency mm-hmm. next we have bias who's uh huddled up is he able to sleep <laughs> uh there's uh, screaming there's a mighty roar uh, there's um the sound of um a, th- a thumping ripping sound now marja you've used one action point yes and you're saving your other two? Yes. <laughs> Helmet's uh, shivering with his bow drawn, pointing at the door. All right. Bias pretends to be asleep. <laughs> and, Fair like, enough. peeks and through the covers to see what's going on. You feel a hand on your shoulder from the body next to you. Alfred. Mm. He pats you and goes, shh. Shh. Okay. We have to get up early and... See the lake. Yep. Go to sleep. You're going to need a rest for this journey. If Bias gets involved, though, won't Alfred be obliged to come and help because he needs <laughs> you to take him to the lake? True. <laughs> okay. Bias gets up. Okay. Yeah. One action point. Draws his dirk. Actually, throwing knives. Mm hmm. Has, has anyone attacked yet? Um, you're going to have to go out the room to see the other creature. Okay. I go out the room. Okay, these throwing knives, tell me, are they silvered throwing knives? No. Okay, you know that you probably won't be able to score a permanent wound on the creature without silver. Or, will quick, or, will quicksilver help? 
Dip, dipped or dripped. The Wolvesbane paste. I've got Wolvesbane paste, but not Quicksilver. I think Quicksilver helps with mental conditions. Uh-huh. I'll give some to Olf and... <laughs> what, which one do you want to do? Do you want to give him some Quicksilver? How, I've got this one dose of paste. Does that mean I can just put it on one knife? You can put it on... How many throwing weapons do you have? It's got throwing knives. Yeah, you can you can coat them all. That'll be okay. It, okay. Now, it only lasts for an hour once they're coated. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Right, you use your ointment up mm-hmm. and you now have coated throwing knives. Cool. One, two, that's two actions and then move into the corridor. Sure. Ready for a, a throw. Yeah. All right. The creature um, before you, it, it touches its wounded shoulder and rubs a finger over it and uh, kind of looks at it in somewhat disbelief, but then the tongue lolls out and licks it. Yes, he I don't think I really paid much attention to her, did I? She's paying attention to you. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, growls and um, she's going to do make two attacks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to parry. She goes for, firstly, going for a a, a, a wolven bite at you. And jaws snap in front of you two inches from your face. Sweet. But miss. Uh, the, a wolven claw um, swoops around to try and take you down. And that is going to be a hit unless you can parry it. Parry? How do I parry? Right. So it's a slow attack, so you get plus 10 to your parry. Okay. So your parry is usually your... 76 if combat, it's um, plus com- 10. It's your combat bonus. Just try and roll under. And you've got a shield, remember? Yeah, so that's why it's 76. I've got 67. Really, you you needed that slow attack or your shield there. Yeah. Okay, you parry it with your shield and it scrapes against your shield and uh, roars in frustration. <laughs> and then it's over to Rafe. Rafe will go to his gear and get his buckler and the silver sickle that he has. Mm-hmm. Is that an action point? Yeah, one. Uh, and then I'll go into the corridor. Mm-hmm. Another action point to get to the creature. Uh, yeah, one one action point to get to the creature. And then I'll make an attack. Go for it. That's a hit. You um you you hit it. Doesn't have any parry or anything. I am going to spend a fortune point to make that four a six on my damage side. Mm-hmm. Is there a limit to how many times you can do that with exploding <laughs> dice? There there isn't, however. Um what Do we want to give him more misfortune points? Well, it it it's it's up to you. Yeah. You know, it's it's there for that if you want to use it for that. Um, do it. You wipe it out with one. Yeah, why not? Let's do another one. Uh, so it's thirteen plus my. It's going to be my agility bonus, isn't it? Oh, I forgot to add that six to it. My attack did another. Um, so seventeen. Agility bonus. My attack did did another four damage. So I did eighteen. Wait, no, nineteen. Yeah, it's almost enough to get it down one. Needed 20. Okay, so how much did you do again, Rafe? 17. 17. You drop it down two steps and um, it is now grievously wounded. Roll a d6 to see if you injure it. Or I, I actually rolled 2d6 because a sickle is vicious. Oh, nice. <laughs> and one of them was a six. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul. And so another d100? Yeah, for a grievous injury. <laughs> This poor wealth just got f***ed up. It's weak, so it can't inflict a grievous injury, only a... A um, serious? Yep. Okay. And I rolled 95. 
Roll on the grievous injury table instead. <laughs> Fifteen. You um, your sickle butchers its leg in one fell swoop, like boning it. <laughs> I don't think I agree to that. Get out of the corner, start boning a werewolf. Not <laughs> boning a werewolf. It's just boned, okay? Belaying. <laughs> I got you now. I'm a bit slow. <laughs> Okay, um, vicious, and you know it, it sort of hobbles. This thing isn't going to get away quickly uh, <laughs> in its current state if it decides to evade. Gains the veteran's leg trait. We're back to uh, helmet. Okay, yeah, helmet's helmet. been freaking out in the corner, hyperventilating. Um, but having seen bias take off, he's going to throw down his bow, grab his sword, silver hunting sword. And go charging out into the corridor. Okay. So he's thrown down his bow, pulled out a sword and ran into the... Into the hall. In the hallway. You see Rafe there um, just uh, with the sickle, he sort of uh, ripped uh, a large portion of the creature's um, flesh from its leg. Yep. Blood everywhere. It's howling. It's like they're pain. taking care of it, all right. But all the same, um, if I've still got, I've got one action or two actions left. One to sort of get up, and um, or no one to kind of run out and grab your sword. So one left. Yeah, I'll take a stab at it as well. All right, I'll probably miss. I did not miss. Not doing the damage you guys are doing though. Though I could. No. <laughs> Cover fortune point, please. <laughs> Oh, God. So six. Bad. <laughs> well, you guys started the precedent. So seven, eight, um, 11 is my mm, number. 11 points of damage? Yes. And your weapon is? Silver. Silver? Yes. Well, in that case. I get to kill it. Because <laughs> I've got to take the credit for a whole thing. As long as it's dead. <laughs> yeah, but you never hear the end of it. Roll D100. Is this the way it dies gruesomely? 22. Your weapon carves deeply into your foe's hip and pelvis, severing the near leg from the body before burying itself into the far leg. They slide off your weapon slowly, <laughs> dead before the body hits the ground. I got it. I killed Hooray! the hedonist. At this, there is a howl coming from the common room. Oh! What was that? From the door, bias, you, uh, you know, you're you getting ready to line up your your knives, mm -hmm. but your lakeside travelling companion is uh, howling, and then he transforms into a beast, half man, half wolf. <laughs> 